Voice, my beloved podcast. Kurt Boaz and Rebecca Sunquist that left us on a cliffhanger last episode. And so now we're back in the studio here to hear the continuation of the story. So welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Excited to finish up. It's uh so we were where were we at? We were coming out of coming out of Sukkot, coming out of that season of of wondering of of it being a, a no and and just and why no <laughs> and why next? and what's next and and uh then your family moved my family moving and so that that was uh it almost feels like a closing of a season like yeah. i'm moving like away this doesn't chapter. look like it's going to work out right yeah. and and so that's kind of where i my mom was like oh you know maybe it's just not the right time you know maybe Maybe in the future sometime, and I was like, others can be so optimistic. <laughs> can't they? I was like, no, no. That's, that's what my sister uh, Rachel told me too. When I told her, she was like, well, maybe it's just not the right time. I was like, no, no, it's no. not. <laughs> that's done. <laughs> and uh, which I think is, I think it's good. I don't think it's good to just kind of agonize and hang mm-hmm. on. Um, so I I went away, and then basically just we had a we had work, we had a job that we me and my brother and my dad. Um, all started and it was, it was, uh, probably a 50 plus hour a week job and, uh, home early in the morning, leaving you know, early four or five o'clock in the morning, get, getting back, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night, um, doing construction. And, and, uh, so I had, I, I intended, I, I really wanted to go into a season of reflection of pressing in and, um, a lot of study and Bible memory and, 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 uh, that, that really didn't, I think I mentioned this before in the other podcast is that uh, it, I didn't, I didn't meet my goals at all. Um, I was just working full time and, and, uh, kind of just went through kind of a dry season. Um, I don't know where, I don't know, your spirit just kind of feels dry and, and just kind of a lot, just, uh, I don't know, a distance. Um, and it's a lack of tenderness, I guess. And, uh, I, I just felt that that kind of scared me. I guess it kind of shocked me because, um, I've always felt like I had a really, um, a really, uh, kind of a tender, intimate relationship with the father. And I just kind of felt this almost coldness and it really scared me. And, uh, so we, we came back for another event, Hanukkah event, and uh, I I just really cried out, and I was, you know, it was tough, and uh, that was the first time I'd seen Becca again since Sukkot, and that, so that was pretty tough, and and uh, just, it, it was it was kind of a, I don't know, just looking back, it kind of was all just came together to a, a place of desire and brokenness and and thirst and crying out and then just committing to the father to to be faithful in in just the daily building that relationship just like you do with anybody um if you want a relationship with god if you want to um reap the benefits of a close intimate relationship with the father you have to invest in that relationship he's always there um to to go way farther than you 
will go in the relationship. He's always there when you reach out and invest in him and and desire to spend time with him and desire to read his word and to hear from him. And um, I think that you can just relate it to to a, a relationship with, uh, you know, like with anybody else, but with the creator of the world and the person that loves you more than anybody else in the world can love you. Um, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing like it when you, when you press in and, uh, seek that relationship. And, uh, so in spite of, in spite of the really rigorous work schedule, um, I, I just committed to, to my Bible reading schedule and prayer time. And, uh, there wasn't time in the day for it. It was work all day. And so I, I did it at night. And I said, Father, you're just going to have to give me energy because um, this is crazy. I'm sleeping maybe, you know, three, four hours a night. Um, but I was just, I was on fire. It was it was really amazing. The Lord gave me so much boldness um, and, and courage through that season. And I just felt like I was ready for whatever, wherever he was going to send me. I felt like it was just... Um, I was ready f- to take on the world. So and you had supernatural energy to stay up even after working yeah. hard all day. Uh, oh yeah. A little coffee or just a little coffee, yeah, but <laughs> that <laughs> or a lot, but I, I, I don't give that credit. <laughs> you but you just felt alive on the inside. I, mm-hmm, you fed on the word. The Holy Spirit was strengthening you. Yeah, I just was like in this this haze of just joy and courage and and boldness um to speak to people and to share my faith and and uh, it was really good, and, and I did not see. I was ready. I was ready to be single, and I was ready to to go on some crazy high risk mission trips and and just really pour out my life um, that way. And uh, so it was. That's the season that that I was going through um, after moving, and and so just looking back, it, it, it was so good. I'm so thankful. And I, I don't know what I have done without that. Um, and it, when you look back and see that God's faithfulness, the father's hand in your life and how he orchestrates all these different little seasons and turns and paths. Um, and, and the times that you, that you answered, um, and said, yes, father. And you can see how it works out. And it's, it's like there's I'm I'm so thankful, so thankful. It's 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 incredible. He's he's so faithful and he's always working behind the scenes, um, for our good. You know, he's always working behind yeah. where where we don't see. It's what he does. Yeah, it's really really amazing. Yeah. So over over the season for me, um, when his family came for uh, Hanukkah, like you said, that was the first time we've seen each other since the coat, and I was. I was really nervous and just did a lot of just praying and seeking because um, I was um, just, I just wanted to, I didn't want to be swayed in or feel regrets for the decision that we made because I knew it was the right thing, but I didn't want to um, just be agonizing over it and, and just like wondering and um, if he came, when he came again. And, um, and so I was, yeah, so I just, you know, I, I prayed about it and it was just like, um, but then when he came, his his whole family came, and there was just, just certain because I I didn't know that he was going through this dry 
this dry season. Um, like I knew this was with moving away and everything and being away from fellowship, I knew that was um, going to be difficult. Like I just, um, and I guess there's just some things that I saw that just brought confirmation and peace to my heart that we did do the right thing. And, and after that, I just felt a lot more confident in the decision that we had made. And so um, after Hanukkah, I, I called mom and dad and I, I told them, I said, I've never been more sure in my life or more, confident of anything anything in my life that we did the right thing <laughs> i'm so glad we told him no <laughs> and which was kind of funny but um it just gave me peace about that we heard from god we did the right thing i didn't have to second guess it or wonder about it or worry about it. i could just close the door on it and just move on after that and and so um so dad burned his letter that he had written to them and it was kind of it was like it was completely done <laughs> we're not looking back it's just done and and so going on from there um I just kind of just you know it's really investing in in worship and prayer and um worship like doing worship watches um and it was just, it was just a really good season and um and just like yeah just having that intimacy with the father and really growing in my walk with him. It was just, um, and just delighting myself in him. It was a really, just a really good, sweet season. And I'm really thankful for it. That's when you all started the once a week, uh, prayer watch against abortion. Yeah. I think. And it was really cool to see, you know, last this past summer, how that the laws and that, so that was cool to be like, feel like we were a part of this mm-hmm. <laughs> change in the abortion laws. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was awesome. So, yeah, I'm thinking of that song, Out of the Ashes We Rise. So, yeah, yeah I mean, you had actual legitimate ashes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it can only go up from here. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the next step? So, we, then there was, uh, that would have been the end of January. Um, the- so, a year ago. Um, the recording project, the first Striving at Love CD. Um, Some things started changing in that season. Yeah. yeah. Um, because he came, him and his mom came for a couple of weeks. And I was kind of, you know, nervous again about them coming, but I was, but I was really a lot more confident than I was at Hanukkah. I was, I was just like, I'm just going to be myself. I'm not going to worry about um, what, you know, what, what anyone thinks. I'm just going to just have fun and just be who God's created me to be and just not worry about it. And, and it was actually really good. We were able to, we were able to like work on projects together and, and talk and yeah, it was, be more like friends. Again. It was crazy. <laughs> so, we were, we were, we were doing a remodeling project um, in one of the, the hallways here, and uh, we spent a lot of time just uh, Becca and who else was Rachel there? Rachel and Abby. Rachel and Abby and Wyatt was in there and yeah. um, working on that hallway and talking and talking about music and all kinds of stuff and and I mean it was tough but it was just it felt really. It was really refreshing. good. It was refreshing and it was healthy and it felt really good. It was, it was healing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. And yeah, so we were busy. I was busy most of the week with the recording project going back and, we and were, forth in yeah, the studio. practicing together like with the whole band like a week before their actual recording. And so right. practicing together every day and I don't know, music does something. <laughs> 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 yeah. And so I don't know, I just started noticing over that those couple of weeks just a shift like something had changed in Boaz just a a more mature 
um, just a mature, there's more, there's more maturity there and just, I can see growth in his faith and, um, just during the worship watches, um, praying and worshiping together. I just was, I just noticed a big shift, um, from Hanukkah and Sukkot to that season. I just thought he just seems different. Like something's changed. And I, and I wondered what it was, but he just seemed totally at peace about the season that God had him in. And that, that really spoke a lot to me. <laughs> there was no angst there. No. Anymore. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we had a really good, um, just a really good couple of weeks. And, and, uh, yeah, the first week we were, we did the project and we, in the hallway and we did a lot of practicing together just as a band and everything. Second week, I was pretty much busy the whole week. We were going back and forth to the studio. And so I got to kind of think more that week on the previous week. And uh, it was kind of tough, you know, some, you know, some of those old feelings started to kind of stir and it was like, father, this is, this is over. Um, you know, I, I just want to please, you know, please don't, this is Rebecca's just a sister. Please just take any, away any of these feelings and, and, uh, just, I, I want to continue just in the season of just boldness and confidence. And, uh, so it was good. And I just, you know, continued to just turn my face to him and, and, uh, try to not be distracted at all. And, and, uh, so we got done, I went home and actually the, um, the day I was heading out to go back home, her dad, Scott, emailed me. I didn't think, I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. Um, I didn't think too much of it. Um, Isaac and Jacob, her brothers, were here, and, and I'd spent a lot of time with them, which was really good. Um, had a lot of fun and, and just you know built some camaraderie and good relationship. And, and uh, so I had I'd been talking to them about their home business. They have an Airbnb and a farm in Montana. And I've always been very interested in home business and and uh, working from home as a family and and all the dynamics of that and what it takes and and I had told them you know that I we'd we'd talked about it and I'd told them that I'd be I'd want to talk to their dad about the Airbnb and and what that all takes and and uh, what it would take to start an Airbnb and just their experience with it and and uh, so when he emailed me I just assumed you know he's probably following up on what the boys have been telling him that I want to talk to him and that's you know he that's he just basically asked me how I was doing and and uh what I had you know what the father had done in my life since coat and and uh what all gave me an update on on their farm there and very very detailed things a that a lot of random details about the chickens laying and <laughs> And <laughs> it, you have to know Scott to really yeah. fully appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> just very, it, it was just, it just kind of struck me, just kind of funny. Like um, this is a surprising number yeah. of details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it was, it was fine. You know, I, I emailed him back and, and we, we talked on the phone a little bit about business and home business and just, uh, you know, just how healthy it is for, for fathers to be at home, which has been something that's been my, um, just a desire and a passion in my life to see to see fathers come out of their corporate work space and come home and work with their families and be the the uh, just the leader and the priest 
of their homes. Um, I think it's it's part of being a father. I think that I think a father really embodies much more than more than a biological meaning. Um, it's uh, so much more than that, really. Um, I think it's something spiritual, um, and so that's been really my my desire to to see that, to cultivate that, to 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 make that happen, to create um, to create um, I guess business models for fathers um, coming out of the workspace, the corporate workspace and working at home with their families. And uh, so we talked a lot about that and, and it was really good. And we talked about spiritual things and, and faith and, and doctrine and a lot of stuff. We, we wrote some really long emails back and forth that were just really refreshing and good. And so, yeah, cause up to this point, so it was during the recording project when I started um, noticing the, sh- the change in Boaz that I was starting to struggle with feelings of it was a no like it it shouldn't um these feelings shouldn't be resurfacing i just tried to just keep putting them to sleep and surrendering them and praying and seeking the father and wondering like what what's going on and um and so just doing a lot of praying and seeking that week and um, observing and uh, and then finally i just i called mom and dad one night and i just told them what i was feeling just from my heart and and we had had this conversation before when I was um, just wondering the whys and everything, and we talk about it, and they they just said, um, you know, we did what God felt, what we felt God wanted us to do, and this is the right thing, and they just would try to encourage me just to let things go and move on and stuff. And um, but this time, after I told them what I had observed, I, I just said I've seen these like changes in him, and, um, and I just I honestly hope that he asks again because. I could just see he had everything that I desired in a future husband at that point. And so, um, and then I was like, so what do you think about it? And they're like, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> and so I was really su- kind of surprised at their response. And I asked if any of the other, any of my other siblings knew about it, because Rachel was the only one that I had told. And and all, they had on speakerphone, and my three youngest siblings had all been sitting around the table listening. So they're like, well, they do now. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, that's fine, I guess, because... I mean, they're not going to tell anyone they're up in Montana. They're not around people here. And But just having, in a way, it was encouraging for me just having their, like, all of my family's support um, and them praying. It just felt like I had a backup. Like, right. it wasn't just me feeling something. It's like, okay, I have other people praying with me about this. And so, um, and Dad's like, well, we'll just wait. We'll just see if he asks again. We'll just give it some time and pray about it. Um, and so then it was, I think... Cause and then it was over Shabbat, and then that weekend it was Saturday or Sunday that he emailed. Sunday. He sent he yeah. sent Boaz the first email. So something that something that uh, I had told the father um, that fall when I was going through it, the whole the whole just wondering season is, and uh, after he just given me confidence, I said, Father, if if this is if it is supposed to happen, um, I'd put I I just put so much investment prayer. Um, I don't think someone who who hasn't prayed about somebody in this way can appreciate the investment um, 
the emotional investment that it is to to pray about somebody for somebody that you know um, regularly and for the length of time, and I just felt like I'd put so much investment and and yet i I didn't I know yet the gain um, that I was gonna the return I was gonna have on that investment. Um, so I said, Father, you're gonna have to make it happen because I've done I feel like I've done my part. Um, and if it is your will, um, I don't feel like it's your will now, but if it is your will, then you're gonna have to make it happen. I'm not gonna ask again. I'm not gonna do anything about it. Um, yeah, so so Dad, he wrote back and forth with Boaz a few times, and, and which is a lot faster than I expected Dad to reach out to him. Cause they had said, we're just going to wait a little bit and just you know pray about it. But Mom and Dad are kind of, let's just get this show on the road. Let's <laughs> get the ball rolling here. And just kind of that. And so it was kind of um, kind of exciting. So then I would, so I was asking them whenever Dad would email Boaz, like, has he responded yet? And Mom was like, yeah. He wrote a very, very long response back. And so it was, it was kind of, fun to hear their reports back and um and so I think it was about he had emailed you like three times and I talked to you on the phone and they were kind of waiting I guess we were kind of waiting for him to ask again because we just thought with his personality we just they were like I don't think he'd be shy to ask again but then I just thought well maybe I mean maybe he doesn't feel comfortable doing that and we just don't know and and so I just told dad that um by family week, I would really like to know for sure if he was interested or not, just because I knew we were going to be around each other over that week. And I just didn't want to have the awkwardness of not knowing what the other one was feeling or thinking. And and so I was like, I just would really like to know for sure, just so I can just have the peace of if it's, if he's interested or not still. And so dad's like, don't worry, you'll know by family week. (laughs) (laughs) So So he must've emailed me like the next day. Um, I was out in Kansas. I was. We were on a job, um, pretty far from from home because we were we were because we had gotten a cabin, obviously. So it was really um, out in the middle of Kansas. We were living in Western Missouri, and we were doing construction in all over Kansas. And uh, so I was I was um, doing my devotional time before bed. I was reading, and and uh, the rest of the guys were out in the living room watching something and uh an email came in from scott my phone lit up and so i just pushed my phone away and i'm in the middle of my devotion i'm not going to get distracted and that's you know interesting you know just one more you know and uh so i just was praying you know talking about the farm or right, doctrinal things exactly discussing <laughs> and uh so i finished up and and uh Opened the email and it just looked pretty much normal. And I mean, there was always a little bit of like, what's he gonna, what's he gonna, what's, what's he gonna say? <laughs> and uh, so he just starts in telling me about, you know, what they're doing and he's remodeling. remodeling. They're, they're doing a remodeling project in their bedroom and he's busy with tree work and, and uh, he wishes that he could be at home. Isaac's remodeling and, and uh, the farm is sleeping in the living room. They can't wait to get back into their bedroom. And the the, the farm is is doing good, but he wishes that it could, it wouldn't cost that that it, it would make money for itself. And and uh, just kind of Random. rambling. And uh, then in the next paragraph, he says, "Me and 
me and uh, Lisa have been like um, by the way <laughs> by the way me and Lisa have been praying um and we feel like you and and Rebecca are both in a much better spot place I think is what he said than you were at Sukkot and uh if you still have desire to pursue a relationship um we'd like to uh revisit that possibility and have you come out to Montana and and visit us so that was that was my that was my avenue that was my option was to go to Montana to to visit and you're like that that's nothing I'll, yeah right I'm, I'm, I'll be there tomorrow <laughs> you and uh so I was I was really I was really shocked and and uh father what's what's happening you know what's going on um so I, I prayed about it and I just felt peace right away and and I talked to my parents and they're like wow yeah and so they felt peace and and I just started having confirmation from scripture like right away like that night and then on I have I, I journaled through that time and there's just I had so much confirmation um and uh so I I emailed them back and you know told them you know that I was you know excited and and uh just had to pray about it for for a couple of weeks and uh I'd get back to them and uh I just had so much um confirmation and and uh so I talked to my parents and and uh look started looking at plane tickets pretty much right away and and they felt really good about it and and uh, so I had a plane ticket by it was the week after the, the, that next the next week the next mm-hmm. monday um and uh to fly out to montana and i guess i, I so that was february 14th mm-hmm. that i got that plane yeah. ticket so it was really neat because february 7th mom and dad found out that was the day that that dad asked if he was still interested and that was the day that mom that was mom and dad's engagement anniversary which oh, they didn't wow. even put together till later mm-hmm. and then exactly a week later February 14th he got the plane ticket and it was over this um period of waiting as he was praying because I he, he'd asked for a couple of weeks to pray about it and it was a just a time of um just a really intense time for me because I, I mean I I didn't know if his feelings had maybe changed over the months if maybe he felt maybe he didn't feel right about it now um and I was feeling interested, so I was like, this could very well not go forward. So just trying to, just daily, second by second, minute by minute, surrendering my feelings and, and my desires to the Father. And that it was like, I'm glad it was only a week and not mm-hmm. two weeks, but it was just very, it was a very intense week of just praying and seeking the Father. So then it was 40 days from the time I got my plane ticket to the time I would fly out. Um, exactly 40 days when I'm when they, they sent me the confirmation email for my plane ticket, they're like, 40 days, your flight's 40 days. I thought, wow, that's interesting. Exactly 40 days, and so that was that. So you had to wait a little while yeah. still. So yeah. it was a, a, like a wilderness season, kind of because we couldn't, we weren't texting or calling each other because we, we wanted to make sure, um, until we got mom and dad's blessing, that we didn't um, do much of that. Like maybe for questions, but it wasn't like extensive um, texting or anything like that. Yeah, we pretty much weren't communicating. Yeah, and so it was just just a time of just really just intensely seeking the Father and His will and just really digging into my devotions and, and prayer and worship and 
Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So I flew out there, um, and, uh, spent 10 days with them in Montana and we, the second day. So the second day they, uh, we, we had the, the deep talk, um, about everything that I had ever done and, and, uh, just my focus for life and, and, uh, everything in the light, right? everything. <laughs> yep. And that's so healthy. We can't, we can't emphasize that enough that that is so necessary and so, so healthy. I mean, and it should already be, you should have accountability partners and it should already be in the light. So it shouldn't be a problem for you. Right. Um, so they gave us, they gave us their blessing that night and, and we started planning from there, <laughs> started planning from there. And, and that was just so amazing to, to talk on the phone and to, started reading five psalms, psalms together, together a day, every day. Um, and then a proverb and praying together. And that over, was just really... Yeah, over Zoom. Yeah, or, really sweet. <laughs> it was a really sweet season. Y'all have been married for how, now, how long now? Seven, seven months. Yeah, seven months and four days. Yeah. And you're expecting this baby here pretty soon, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, expecting a baby in, the middle of, baby in the middle of May, May 15th. Wow. So, yeah. Father's good. Good. <laughs> yeah. So good. Yeah. He's, uh, it's an amazing story. So I, uh, I pray that you all are super encouraged by this story. We're going to pick up where they left off in the next podcast. And so be encouraged out there. God has a plan for your life. And you just got to hang on for the ride sometimes. This is the Voice of My Beloved podcast where we believe that hearing and following the voice of the Bridegroom King leads to the most abundant and joy-filled life. Yeshua, my bridegroom.